1: Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO CEO podcast. I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Liz Roberta of LizRoberta.com. Liz, it's awesome to have you on the show.
2: Thank you so much for having me, Gresh.
1: No problem. Super excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Liz so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Liz is a spiritual transformational, transformation coach whose mission is to connect everyone with their intuition. She works with clients one-to-one to help them find more fulfillment, as well as advising spiritual business owners on how to grow their brand online. She also does intuitive tarot card readers readings for people as well as teaching online courses about spiritual topics so that her students can attract the life they've always wanted. Liz, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community? I am. <laughs> awesome. Let's do it. So to kind of, I guess, jump in and get started, I wanted to hear, I guess, how everything got started. Could you take us through your, your, your CEO story? We'll let you get started. With
2: this. Absolutely. So it's quite funny hearing that description. You probably don't think that I actually started my career on the grad scheme at J.P. Morgan Investment Bank.
1: No, I didn't think that. That wasn't so, my
0: guess.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I started very, very traditional, studied economics at university. I was always kind of a high achiever. Um, but then when I was at J.P. Morgan, kind of classic story, burnout, working all the hours, no breaks. I had like clinical anxiety and depression. So I ended up going through you know, doctors, all kinds of tests, antidepressant, anti-anxiety pills, all that kind of thing. And then eventually I realized, right, I can't do this forever. Um, And I'm young enough, I can get out now. You know, I don't have kids or anything like that yet. So I was like, right, I need to leave this. So I was sure that I needed something more creative. I've always loved fashion, been big into style and Vogue and things like that. So my next job, I then went into fashion. I was a merchandiser at... um, company called next which is the second biggest clothing retailer on the high street um in england i don't think you have it in the us but um no but it's just like a big high street um clothing store so i worked there then i so when to do that i had to do another master's so i had to go back to university Um, and then actually from there i went to work at that university that I went to and I actually taught fashion marketing so that's the last job that I had before doing all of this and it was actually through kind of teaching students that I realized wow I really really love to teach and help people to grow and learn and then with the experience that I'd had before of being so unfulfilled so out of alignment unhappy I was like right I need to teach help people to grow and I need to help them with this problem.
1: Yeah, that, that makes so much sense uh, in kind of like that transition. I, of course, I didn't see the JGP Morgan part as you talked about, but I think um, I, I say a lot of times that a lot of times we go through those things in life so that they can repel us into the places that we know that we should be. And I think if we didn't have those experiences, sometimes we w- maybe not appreciate, but maybe we wouldn't be as attracted as we are to those things and the awesome things that it sounds like you're doing as well.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I do think that as well. I think everything that happens on your path at the time, it was awful. Like I just felt like (laughs) I was in completely the wrong place because I was so sure that I wanted it. And I'd worked so hard to get to the place where I was. Um, But yeah, looking back, it all kind of worked out perfectly. And I know that they were just the lessons that I needed to learn. And I think that's true for everyone's path. Just a case of when you're able to see what the lesson is. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and I'm, it's so exciting to hear, you know, I, like I kind of talked about when I read your bio, that's exactly what you do with a lot of the clients and people that you work with. So I wanted to drill down a little bit deeper. Could you take us through exactly what you do for your clients? Tell us how that process works and what exactly that looks like.
2: Yeah. So as you probably can tell, so I'm a bit of a mix of the spiritual, but also the business. And I find so I live in a little spiritual community in England called Glastonbury. I spend a lot of my time with spiritual people. A lot of them actually don't have that business knowledge, that business sense, and um, just that kind of way of thinking. And they don't know how to market themselves. And they have some resistance against that whole aspect of the business. But I strongly believe that the world needs, you know, more healers, more people who genuinely want to help, These people do. So, a lot of the work I do is with spiritual brand owners, um, helping them to grow their platform online, um, helping them to market themselves, and like implement actual business structures and organize themselves. Sometimes, like I had a call with a client this week, and she was just struggling to organize herself. So, I just kind of took her through how to. She she was so overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. So, I just kind of took her through to organize, which to me is a really easy tool if you've never worked in a high a fast paced professional environment, then, you know, you might not know how to work under pressure. So I help people with that. um, And then I also help people. It's really, it's always spiritual business owners. I do help people just kind of figure out what they want to do, what direction to go in their spiritual business. And then for the ones that already know that I help them to market it and grow and reach more people basically.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, it it makes so much sense. I'm glad you kind of highlighted that in the very beginning where, Sometimes when you have that kind of spiritual business, or I, I, f- I hear it a lot with kind of you know yoga brands, and sometimes you kind of have like a love and a hate relationship sometimes with getting your name out there in the business part of it. But I think it's so necessary, as you said, is they're so kind of mission driven that not only do you want to help them, you need them to get out, you need to hear about them, you need to hear about all the awesome things you're doing because the world always needs more goodness and more you know people that are doing phenomenal things with their business and i appreciate you for you know helping them to kind of make that transition and understand how important it is
2: thank you so much yeah i come across so many limiting beliefs that people have a lot of people who are really creative are against numbers and they hate the numbers side and you know, as i said i was i did math at school and you know i had to do it to get onto economics and things like that so i don't have a lot of the same kind of limiting beliefs and resistance around the business things and that's really what i help guide people through um, and just try and make them see that it's not so bad. It's not scary and it's actually necessary for them to create an income and yeah, grow and scale their business.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Cause I think you have to be able to make sure those ducks in a row, you have to have that organization as you spoke, you know, before about with the clients to make sure that your message and why you created your business, not only, you know, impacts you, but impacts as many people as, you know, you're able to kind of uh, have that happen for. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. 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 So uh, you might have already touched on this, but I was wanted to ask you for what I call your secret sauce. And I wasn't sure if that kind of mix between the business and the spiritual side was what your secret sauce is. But is that what it is? Or is there something more uh, that you feel like it might be?
2: Pretty much. It's basically about intuition. I really believe that we always know what's right for us, but a lot of the times we ignore it. And that's exactly why I ended up at JP Morgan in the first place, because I hadn't connected with my intuition yet. I was doing what I should do. I was doing what I thought would pay well. Like I was using my logic too much when actually, you know, I was really a creative at heart. Like luckily I could study for anything and then do well. So that's how I got in. But what I love to do is actually, you know, the creative things I've always been interested in spirituality. started reading tarot cards when i was 14 um so if i just followed what i loved i probably would have started off as a spiritual coach but um yeah i believe that we all have the power to tune into our intuition i think it's when we don't that's when we end up and out and that's not just for career that's in all areas of our life and we end up with the wrong partner living in the wrong place it's often because we're following the shoulds and we're being driven by scarcity and what we're afraid of rather than following our intuition what we love and what we know feels truly right for us because that's actually where the fulfillment is going to be
1: yeah that makes so much sense so that's again why i appreciate you for creating that for you know so many people to be able to kind of uh understand that and and then of course take action through that so um i wanted to switch gears a little bit and i wanted to ask you for what i call a ceo hack so that could be like an app, a book or habit that you have but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient
2: okay so um i kind of kind of two in one so i'm a member Mm -hmm. of the 5 a.m club so i get up at 5 a.m have a really strict routine around that um And I actually got that from a free masterclass that I watched on Mm mindvalley.com. So for anyone who hasn't heard of mindvalley.com, it's um, like a big online learning platform basically so you can buy spiritual courses Um, but there's also they have memory experts they have uh, health and fitness experts there's a lot of the kind of mindset CEO stuff as well and then there's the more spiritual things meditation things like that and they'll have world experts people who coach you know CEOs millionaires billionaires on there and for each course they'll have a free masterclass that's about an hour to an hour 30 minutes long and I've basically done all of those and I have learned so much just from doing those i have bought a course from them as well um, that's obviously a big investment it's quite a few hundred pounds um, so dollars it'll be even more but um yeah just from doing that free master class it was with an author called robin sharma i learned that 5 a.m routine which has completely changed my life and um, so yes i'd say getting up at 5 a.m and also mindvalley.com
1: Absolutely. And get them off your plate. So I wanted to ask you now for what I call a CEO nugget. So that could be like a word of wisdom or a piece of advice, or if you can happen to the time machine, what would you tell your younger business self?
2: Yeah, so I guess it does actually line up with the time machine aspect, but I hadn't thought of it that way. And it's about creating a business that lines up with your values. So I was recommended a book by my old boss when I worked in fashion, um, and it's called The Values Factor by Dr. John Demartini. Um, and it's basically a way that you can figure out what your values are, because a lot of the time we think our values are different to what they actually are. We like to think, oh, I value charity, I value being a good person, where actually if you're spending all of your time, you know, Trying to make money or you're focusing it on other areas, it actually lies in what you do and how you spend your time. That's what your main values are. So I think actually understanding what you truly value, you know, without these kind of social values that we like to pretend we have or show that we have, by understanding what you truly value and then building a business that aligns with those that's gonna be much more sustainable in the long term. So it's about trying to figure out, you know, do I value spending time with my kids more than I actually value building a business where I'm gonna to have to be there? Every hour of every day, you know, maybe if you're more introverted, you want to build a business that um, hasn't got so much time, kind of face to face contact, maybe an online business would be better, things like that. So, yeah, definitely say understanding your values. And a great book for that is The Values Fact by Dr. John Demartini. And it really just helps you to understand yourself and then you can make kind of wiser decisions um, based on a more authentic version of you and what you really want.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely appreciate that and kind of, um, you know, understanding yourself and making sure that you're aware of that. And I love kind of like really looking at your time because as you said, sometimes we don't have the accurate view of ourselves. So sometimes actually, you know, looking directly at the time and see how you're spending that time and understanding from there, not anything you want to be frustrated about or, or mad about. It's just the reality of kind of what you are able to do and how to kind of work off of that. Because once you know yourself and you start to be able to create a plan that you can actually stay with and execute and, and hopefully reach success.
2: Definitely, and as you know, it's such a long road to building a business. I think people think, oh, it happens in six months. It happens in a year. And you know, as I think most people listening will know, that's just not the like, case. Relentless. You know, like I said, I get up at five a.m. and I. I'm sure as most people listen, you don't have a, just a nine to five live with you know, your evenings off and things like that. It's so much more than that if you actually want to build and scale a business and a brand and an online presence and everything like that. So it needs to be something that you love and you need to have a sense of purpose, whether that purpose is just that you want to be really rich, that's fine, or whatever that purpose is, it needs to align with what you truly want and what you truly value. Otherwise, you're going to get bored very, very quickly.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You revert back to kind of whatever you were doing, but I, I definitely appreciate that because so many times we are doing things from external factors where I love, you know, obviously the work that you do and, you know, you mentioned the nugget as well too, just how everything's kind of more inwardly focused and then working outward or, or form or taking action outward from there, which allows you to kind of reach that success. So I uh, definitely appreciate that nugget in that perspective. And so now I wanted to ask you my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping to have different equipment quote CEOs on the show. So Liz, what does being a CEO mean to you?
2: It means to me being a leader and a visionary who's able to see the vision of success even when no one else can. So I love to read about um, people like Steve Jobs, Elon Musk, Richard Branson, you know, all the kind of greats that have built amazing, built amazing things. And the common theme between them all is that they saw the end result when no one else could, when no one else believed them, when no one would buy into it, when everyone thought they were crazy. But they were the CEO before they were the CEO. They could see the vision they believed in. And I think that is the job of a CEO.
1: I love that they were the CEO before they were the CEO. And I think that's so powerful because uh, just as you said, as you talked about with the overnight success, I think people say the secret to the overnight success is that uh, an overnight success takes like 10 years for it to happen. And when you understand the ups and downs and round and rounds and peaks and valleys, sometimes that go with running a business. You have to be able to have that vision. You have to be able to see the forest for the trees uh, through everything and through the doubts and the people that uh, don't believe what you're saying and even what you know, up and down days to be able to kind of see that execute on that and make sure that that happens and like you mentioned those greats are able to do that and that's why um, you know they are able to be the quote unquote ceos
2: absolutely yeah
1: awesome 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 well liz truly appreciate your time and all the awesome work that you're doing what i wanted to do is pass you the mic so to speak just to see if there's anything additional you want to let our readers and listeners know and of course how best they can get a hold of you and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on
2: Thank you. So yeah, my website is www.lizroberta.com. I'm on all the social medias, Facebook, TikTok, Instagram, and all of those. I'm at I am Liz Roberta on YouTube as well. um, I do monthly readings and um, yeah, feel free to reach out to me on any of those.
1: Awesome. 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 And to make it even easier, we'll have the links and information in the show notes as well too, so that everybody can follow up with you. But I appreciate you tremendously, Liz, and I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day.